Hey everyone, and welcome to Authentically Aligned with my coach Lacey. My name is Lacey Shahili, and I am walking and podcasting because honestly, I get the best ideas while I'm walking, and it's where I'm kind of processing things, if you will. And I wanted to process today with you guys. So, what I want to talk about today is how to handle when things and situations in your business don't go the way that you planned, but also how to really get good at reading the signs and listening to your gut instincts. So I am going to say this and own it up front and say that sometimes I get a feeling about something And I don't necessarily always listen to that feeling. I'm really, really good at second guessing myself. And every so often, me like not going with my initial reaction is beneficial. But a lot of times, even if it's way far down the line, I end up wishing that I would have listened to my gut sooner. This is something we've talked about a lot in Intimate Coach Collaborative in regards to clients on sales calls. I'm going to give you an example. How many times have you been on a sales or an enrollment call and you get the distinct impression that this is a client that is not going to be a good client? Nod your head because so many people can... You've been there. We've all been there. We've been on those calls where we feel like this person isn't really buying in. This person isn't really my ideal client. This person doesn't really fit the profile of somebody that's going to follow through. There are red flags going up all over the place. But our ego wants the sale. And our ego tells us to enroll that person because I can fix it. It's like a boyfriend in high school that's like not being too nice to you. And you can go, I can change him. Y'all, people do not change that easily. They don't. And they definitely don't change a lot of times without their own, like, like being able to take responsibility on their own. But I digress. How many times have you been on a sales or an enrollment call and you've gotten this feeling of like, eh, this person is not going to be great. But man, they signed up. They paid you four or $500 a month. You get them started and it is a nightmare. Total nightmare. They don't fill in their check-in on time. They don't listen. They're constantly questioning like, this isn't working or this isn't going fast enough. And you can look back and you can probably look at your roster of clients and all of the ones that you are having issues with. And I own it. All of us have clients that we have issues with. If you think you're special, you're not. We all have issues with our clients. Welcome to the club. But a lot of times we can go back and look and remember on the sales call and recall how we felt this feeling of like, oh, this is not going to be great. You guys, those feelings, those feelings pop up in all parts of your business. Those gut feelings, those gut instincts pop up. There's a 
plane flying over, if you can hear that. Those gut instincts pop up in all parts of your business. How? Maybe you're looking into a mentorship program and you're like, part of your little brain is going, this is not for you. This is not the way you want to do it. Don't give these people your money. But you do it anyways. I've made that mistake a couple times. Buying into a program that I I did because it was the only one around or it was the only thing available or because a lot of other people were getting great success but it still didn't feel right for me. And every single time I have learned something, I always learn something, but every single time I've wished that I would have just listened listened to that little voice inside of me saying it's not for you. Maybe this comes into a hiring decision. Maybe you're trying to make a decision about hiring a VA or DM support or an assistant coach and you get this feeling, you get this little nudge and you ignore it because out of desperation or out of a need to fill some sort of need or want or desire in your business, you ignore that little voice, you ignore your intuition, and you do it anyways. How often has that come back to bite you? I can tell you that has come back to bite me before as well. Too often we make decisions based on things that look good on paper and things that look good on paper do matter but if you get a feeling if you get a nudge if you get an intuition you might ought to listen to it because I don't think those things happen by chance I'm gonna tell you a story that has nothing to do with my business but I'm going to tell you how this decision and me listening to that nudge drastically changed my life again now I'm talking about something that has nothing to do with my business but I think this just goes to show how important it is to listen to yourself Whew, okay back in Late 2018, 2019, Christopher and I were supposed to adopt a little girl from Hong Kong. I can see her face as I'm walking down the street. I can see her face in my brain. We did a home study. We got pictures of her. We got a couple of updates about her. But every single turn we made with that adoption process everything felt off every single time we would move two steps forward we would take three steps back every single time we would get anywhere i felt like everything would unravel and we would start all over again it was the most frustrating situation ever we actually matched with her three years ago labor day so coming up And we went full speed ahead, money in $15,000 to the adoption agency to adopt this little girl. And 
in February of 2019, after months of pushback, months of delays, we had at one point thought that we were going to be traveling to get her in February of 2019. We got photos of her. And the photos of her, she was with her foster family that she had been with since she was very young on vacation. And I had this nudging feeling in my heart that she wasn't supposed to join our family because she was already with her family. Even though in the country of Hong Kong, she would never have been able to be adopted by her foster family because the cost would be very, very high and they were getting paid to foster her. But I could see in the photos that she was part of a family that loved her. She was being taken care of. She also had grown an immense amount since the first photos that we had seen. And when I saw these new photos, as soon as I looked at them, I thought quietly to myself, this isn't my daughter. But I didn't say anything because I was ashamed and I felt like, what if you're wrong, Lacey? What if you're wrong and you don't go to this little girl and she never gets a family? Will you be able to live with that? Will you be able to live with that? And so I proceeded. I showed her photo happily to friends at church, to my family. We started to get excited. And I still felt so unresolved. In March, late March of 2019, we got another delay in her process. And um, I just started believing like, actually, no, it was April. I just started believing. I was like, this is not supposed to be. And on a Friday afternoon, we were supposed to have a meeting with our adoption caseworker to get an update. And that morning I was driving May Lee to ABA and there was a car that with a bumper sticker that said something to the effect of stop staring at a closed door when the window is open right next to you. It was, it was something, it wasn't like stop trying to go through a closed door when a window is open. It was something a little bit different. And I read that and I was like, whoa, I felt that, felt it deep. And about an hour later, I texted an old friend and um, she's known me for years. She's actually the woman that got me started in personal training. And I just asked her, I said, can you just pray for me? I feel like I'm having this like feeling and I really hadn't told anybody and I can't even tell you why I was telling her. And she sent me back that exact same quote. She's like, you know, sometimes you need to stop staring at a closed door and notice that there's a window open. She said it just like that. And it was like the exact same thing that was on a bumper sticker. And my blood ran cold because <laughs> I was like, oh. And I walked in the door 
at like 10.30 in the morning and Christopher was making a sandwich in the kitchen and I looked at him and I said, we can't adopt Lana. That was her name, Lana. And um, he was like, what are you talking about? I said, she's not our daughter. God has told me for over a month that she's not our daughter and I need to listen. So that afternoon, instead of pushing paperwork forward for that adoption, we stepped away. And it was right before Mother's Day um, that I saw a picture of Liana for the second time. I had seen her photo before when we were adopting May years before, and I instantly knew. I knew she was our daughter. I knew she was our daughter, but I was terrified. I went to church that Sunday and I sobbed my eyes out on Mother's Day. I drove May Lee to school that next morning and I made a video that is posted to my Instagram. It's on my IGTV. I posted it a year later of me just realizing that I needed to trust myself that Leanna was our daughter. Let me tell you why this is important and why I fully believe that listening to your gut matters so much. One, we never would have been able to adopt that little girl from Hong Kong. If you remember in the summer of 2019, Hong Kong started to fall apart. There's been civil unrest in that country ever since. By the time we actually traveled to China in October of 2019 to get Liana, we couldn't even fly in and out of Hong Kong like we had in 2017 because the state of civil unrest was so unsafe. We would have never been able to adopt that little girl. And that little girl is exactly where she's supposed to be with the family that she's called her family since she was six months old. That's where she was supposed to be. And we listened to that. Everyone told me, everyone told me when we were adopting Liana that I needed to slow down. That we needed to slow down and take our time and let ourselves heal a little bit from the disappointment of not going through with the adoption in Hong Kong. We had also had a failed adoption of sorts with a little boy from Maylie's foster home and everybody, my parents, Christopher's parents, everybody was telling us, just wait, breathe, take your time. And I said, no. I said no, and we went full speed ahead after Liana. I got her paperwork done in record time, and we traveled to get her in October. She became ours on October 13th, and we were stateside by October 25th, and we were like the second to last travel group that traveled to China before the world shut down, before we entered still persisting global pandemic. 
had I hesitated with Leanna, had I not listened to my gut, had I listened to everybody around me and slowed down, she would not be home. She would not be home. I don't know that she would have ever come home. And I don't know that we would have ever been able to adopt from China again with the state of the world today. And those two instances are an example of how I listened to my intuition, even when it wasn't popular, even when it didn't make sense, even when it seemed crazy, even when it wasn't what I should have done based on all of the should haves that the world was telling me. But I listened. And as I've had to really listen and remind myself how valuable my intuition is the last week or so, I'm reminded how much I can trust in myself and trust in my own intuition and trust in the voice that God speaks to me through and know that my gut and my intuition is never wrong. So, I don't know who that helps, but if you're in a situation right now with your business or with your family or with making decisions about a mentor or a program or whatever it is, don't be afraid to listen to your gut. Don't be, able, be, don't be afraid to not trust in your intuition. Don't be afraid to trust yourself. This has gone about three minutes longer than I normally do, but I thought this was an important message to give tonight. I hope it is well received. Intimate Coach Collaborative 3.0 is enrolling. I already have ladies booked with calls this week. Again, I only take 12 ladies at a time. Our next group starts October 4th. I would love to chat with you if you feel called, if you feel like your intuition is guiding you to speak with me. I would love to chat. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.